0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We'll voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. No holes barred radio, folks. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, entertainment, film, politics, you name it, we talk about it. And we've got a special guest on our show
0: this week, along with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how are you? I'm good. I had a feeling that this gentleman was going to find his way on the podcast this week.
1: I think it's important we had him on. It was uh, quite an interesting uh, situation on Saturday night at the UFC Apex of Vegas. We will discuss it. But let's bring on a man who has made his mark in the octagon, a man who has fought his way into the octagon, a man who has... Getting noticed from everybody, a man who fought his first fight, his debut, and gets a $50,000 bonus. What better way than to enter the UFC world of MMA?
0: Real real of- quick, real quick, Buff, before you get there, maybe a man who got three knockouts in one fight. I'm just saying.
1: Maybe, and we'll discuss that. <laughs> so let's bring on Trevor Peak. Trevor, how are you, babe? You all good?
2: Man, I am doing great. This is just a... I'm so just over the moon! Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, as soon as I found out, i like I was getting to come on today. I've been running around and probably driving everybody at my gym just crazy. I, every every time I see somebody, I'm like, dude, guess what I get to do today? And I'm just <laughs> I'm just doing great, man. Just super blessed. Well, I love
1: it. You know, and and as the saying goes, Trevor, today is truly the first day of the rest of your life. Okay, so let's make it a good one. Um, It was a pleasure meeting you on Saturday night. First off, it was an honor announcing you on your Octagon debut because all debut fighters for me is is an exciting experience for me to see somebody fulfill their dream, man or woman walking into the octagon, the door closing, and it's just you and the other guy across the way, and it's your blood sweat and tears on the line. You handled yourself with class. you fought like a warrior. There's something I saw on you that night, and I see it in a lot of fighters, but there was something I saw on you. and when you came up to me, uh and when I went over to say thank, you know congratulations, you were so sincere in the way and when you asked me to take a picture with you, you know, it's like, I was taken with that. I, I normally get out of the octagon. I'm always happy to fulfill every fighter's dreams, whether they want me to give them a fist bump or whatever the case might be. So it was a pleasure meeting you. It was a, a grand first experience. And I can't wait to see your evolutionary process as you continue. And then the reason then I the reason.
0: go ahead. No, no, it was just feedback buff. Don't worry. Um,
1: you know, everybody's talking about the fact that I gave you my fight card. Okay. And I did that, Trevor, um, out of a gesture because, again, it's very important to me as fighters go in the octagon that they not only fight like warriors, like you fight like a warrior, true warrior spirit, but the way they handle themselves outside the octagon as well and in. Your interview, your courtesy, um, your chivalry, uh, it all – I was taken with all of it, and I just – it's it's a momentary thing, and I hope you enjoyed that card. And look at it so that when you do someday put that belt around your waist, you remember where it all started. All right. And I think you're the kind of, I think you're the kind of young man that will do just that. I'm sure.
2: Yes, sir. I just wanted to say, man, that, that gift is, uh, I don't think a world title is going to mean as much as that gift does, man. I mean, people get world titles, they get world titles every single day. And, uh, when I was back there doing that interview, you know, and they, they brought it up to me and they said that you've only done that one other time in your whole announcing career, man. I just, it was hard for me not to cry. I'm, I'm getting emotional now, man. I'm just, <laughs> can't thank you enough, Mr. Buffer. It was like, you know, I've had some, I've had some stuff behind the scenes stuff go on, you know, getting ready for this fight. And I had a, you know, I had a time like bringing my mind to focus and everything. And, and there right before I come out, I started giving myself a little bit of nerves, you know, and I, and I, and I stopped myself long enough to, you know tell myself like hey man like enjoy this process man this is your first this is your debut man just soak all this in and and have a good time and and I didn't even know you was in the building man I was uh they had the tv we had back and back with us I couldn't hardly like the volume was real low and I missed all the announcements and man when I seen you in there dude it was just like uh that was one of the man, one of the absolute coolest moments in my entire life. I, I just I couldn't contain the excitement. It was hey, just uh, super cool, man.
1: Do, do I
0: you m- love
2: that. Do, Thank you, Trevor.
0: Do, do you mind, Trevor, if I ask? You know, when the the first time you saw Bruce was, or or, or like remember seeing Bruce on TV? Like, was that uh, a pivotal moment for you in, in your Ultimate Fighting Championship sort of fandom? Was Bruce?
2: uh yes or after i well i'd seen a couple events and i wasn't just super uh, super invested in them but like as soon as i got like really invested in the sport and started becoming more of a fan of the sport as a whole like you know meeting mr buffer was at the i mean that is at the at the absolute top man that was just a dream come true you know seeing him in there whenever you know in the moment i seen him it was like this is what it's about man you know what i mean like this is this is what dreams are right here this moment right here man like you you get to check a dream off your list. And it was just a, there is, I don't know how to put into words, you know, what the whole moment meant to me. It was just a, I'm just so blessed. Thank you, Mr. Buffer, for that that moment, man. That's a memory that I'll, man, I'll, I'll take it with me for the rest of my life. And it's just a, it was such an honor to get to, you know, share that moment with you.
0: This I Mr. Buffer you, stuff, Bruce, is driving me crazy. He must yeah, be talking say, about Trevor, Michael, I, right? He's talking about Michael Buffer, not not Bruce right. Buffer.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay, Trevor. I
1: truly appreciate all the respect because that's what you're all about. Please. Call me Bruce, or as or as I like to say, just call me Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so okay. Please call me Bruce. I, I appreciate it. And if you want to say in the future, it's great. But we're friends now.
0: You call me Bruce. Oh, he's a Southern okay. boy, though, Bruce. Like, respect I know, comes I'm paramount. Too. You got
1: to remember, I was sure. born in Oklahoma, raised partially in Texas, and I'm the same way. I, I hear you. I truly
0: appreciate the, the
1: Southern hospitality. Thank God there's still some of it around in this decaying world of uh, morality <laughs> that we live in. So stay true to yourself and be a role model for your sphere of influence, as I always like to say, Trevor. That's a key thing. Let me tell you something. What you're talking about is this is the moment you've truly been waiting for. And that night, it was time for you. And that's a beautiful thing. And, I, and also, TJ and Trevor want to tell you that maybe it's poetic justice. I was there that night because I was not scheduled to do that show.
0: Oh, really? I scheduled,
1: no, I was scheduled to do the show that was um, – the last show in January.
0: Okay, right?
1: and what happened is, is that I wanted to go to the Bahamas and play the big.
0: Right. You know, so you like flip flop. Per-
1: yeah, the poker tournament.
0: Was wow.
1: So I asked the producers, could I change shows? Right. Yeah. So I could go have a little relaxation, a rare vacation for me. Dang. And I went to the Bahamas, and I wanted doing the show. I wasn't supposed to be there. Well, there you <laughs> go.
0: That works out. It was serendipitous. It was. It was written in the stars. I know. And Trevor, you know, when you were walking in. Um, because I did
1: not, and all will do honesty, because I'm always honest. Unless you play poker with me, I'm going to lie <laughs> through my teeth. I want all your chips, okay? So poker with me. But um, the referee looked at me, and goes, watch this kid, right? He goes, this kid's vicious, right? Somebody else said that to me when you're walking in. And then when I, you know, did my 90-degree whip turn into you, right? Um, your face, usually young fighters like this, right? this <laughs> intensity, you liked it. I mean, you blinked. But you were like, oh, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It's ha-. It was it was just I know maybe we're overdoing it for the audience, but but our beautiful audience. Listen, you got to understand moments like this for Trevor, and for me, because I'm still after 27 years of doing this, I'm still passionate as hell about what I do. Right. And it's a, and, and that moment with you that night, Trevor, um, solidified and made everything I've done for 27 years and everything I continue to do in this business worthwhile because those are the moments I live for. I always say I'll cash the paycheck. I'm the first one to cash the paycheck in a bank on Monday morning. But these moments, this is what makes my life tick and keeps my passion strong for what I do. So thank you, my man. Thank you. Now let's talk about your future. Trevor, you're 7-0. Oh, you got one no oh contest. You're undefeated fighter. Has a stance like that.
0: Scored three knockouts in his first UFC fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why don't you explain to the audience what you mean by that, TJ?
0: Well, I just thought there were three different moments where the referee could have uh, intervened yeah, because, uh, you know, Trevor had, had, you know, hurt him on his feet. Hit him on the floor multiple times. I thought there was an argument uh, for one stoppage, just to be unintelligent defense. And then there were two more stoppages. I thought one ultimately came, where I thought he was knocked out, unconscious for a brief moment. But Trevor, doing what he's supposed to do and stay on his opponent and keep you know punishing him, uh, unfortunately woke the man up. I think a couple of times, <laughs> but uh, you know these things happen.
1: Well, you know the other thing too, Trevor, is when I think about your pedigree and your background. You fought at 155, 170, 185. You've been ranked number one at all those weights in Alabama and Tennessee. Um, You're currently number one pound-for-pound fighter in Alabama and Tennessee. You got 270-pound amateur titles. Your build, your physicality shows that you can put on weight. You can fight bigger than you're fighting, right, which would be an amazing thing. So my advice is to concentrate where you're at and conquer, right, right? And then if you do want to move, don't go all over the place. And I'm sure the UFC won't let you do that at whatever, but stay where you're at and conquer.
0: Yep. Right. Well, what is if the you- cut like, Trevor? What are you cutting from? Uh,
2: going down to fifty-five, I usually get down about twenty pounds somewhere in there.
0: Oh wow! Um, so, so you're you're walking yeah, I- around a lot heavier.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm currently, which I've been eating since the fight, I'm probably like 180, 181 right now. Wow. I think I was 174, 175 when I got in the cage that night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's amazing, isn't that? Th- there we go. 19 pounds in 24 yeah. hours. It's crazy.
2: How it's does that make you though. feel,
1: Trevor? Do you feel like you have a lot of energy or do you feel sluggish? How does that make you feel when you put on 19 pounds?
2: Uh, well, I felt, I mean, I felt pretty good this last time. The contender series fight, I, I felt, um, like really drained. I felt like I had maybe had like an adrenaline dump in the back, my arms and my legs felt super heavy. But whenever we got to the apex this time, I mean, my arms was, I felt, I felt really good, really good. And then when I seen you it, just like everything come together, man, I really got excited and fired up, ready to go there. And I was like, dude, it is time. It's time.
1: <laughs> and, uh, how does, um. Fifty thousand dollar bonus for
2: you. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was uh, that was a pleasant surprise, man. Like I said, I've uh, I've grew up pretty rough, you know, my whole life. So I, you know, I'm I'm glad, I'm thankful the way I grew up. It, it's made me who I am, you know. But um, I'm, that was a really cool surprise. I, I'm super grateful to the UFC and everything they're doing for me, man. It's it's making all this stuff super cool. See,
0: it's That's a good cool. thing they changed it to performance of the night because if it was a knockout bonus, they'd owe three.
1: <laughs> Fifty
0: thousand, right? Yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> so is that a life changer for you? Fifty
0: thousand? Uh, yes, sir. It
2: definitely helps out a whole bunch, man. I'm gonna, you know, try to do some good things with it and maybe invest a little bit of it. And I, I believe it'll help me out quite a bit. But I'm I'm looking to I'm looking to make some more.
0: <laughs> uh, on that tip, Trevor, are you able to focus on mixed martial arts full time or do you have a do you have another nine to five job? Like how do you uh you know go through your daily life when you're not in fight camp?
2: Uh, I got some construction work I usually do on the side, and uh, I'll do that. And whenever it gets close to closer to the fight, I'll I'll pull off of uh, them kind of jobs and try to you know stay at the gym and, and focus on training. I actually I actually live upstairs at my gym, so you know my coaches are real good to me, and they they help me uh, help me out a lot. I, I couldn't afford to do all this stuff like I like I do, and without them, man, they they've really blessed me literally lives in the gym
1: but i friggin love this i just love this so much this is like success story being written personified this is like conor mcgregor wearing his dad's suit and you know after collecting 150 euros this is i'm sorry i interrupt you tj no this i'm just feeding off this because this is what i love
0: yeah no i I was just saying he literally lives in the gym you know and that's that's the dedication that you need as a an athlete this is
1: the change that this needed this is why i want to see fighters make money i'm trevor i'm going to introduce you to my company millions.co i'm going to put you on a text line with my associate do you have any t-shirts hats and merchandise being made of yourself yet
2: uh yes sir yeah i've had some stuff that i made but i mean i'm pretty well been doing it by myself it gets to be a little bit of a headache from i'm going to show you how to do it
1: i'm going to show you with no headache i'm going to set you up okay oh. now your business awesome. partners with bruce buffer yeah. trevor I'm see what have, happens have when my my uh, when you get a chance just write this down trevor millions.co millions.co look it up after the show i'm going to introduce you they'll make all your merchandise they got the cameo videos the shevchenko sisters are on it ariana celeste is on it multiple fighters are on it and um We'll do everything for you and you can just market it out there so you don't have to ship and stock and spend your money. I want see, to see you make money. I want to see you concentrate on your fighting. See, he. anyway. Needs, I'll throw he, it out to you and you can do with it what you want.
0: He needs to have a collab right. shirt with you now, as the kids say, a collaboration shirt with you now, where it can say, you know, Trevor Peak, I know Bruce Buffer. That's what the <laughs> shirt can say.
1: Um, you talked about it in your interview, the multiple arrests, the addictions, 15, the street fights. Uh
2: At what point
1: or what age, how old are you now, Trevor?
2: 28. I turned 28 in January. All
1: right. In your prime. So at what point, how old were you when you were suffering these addictions and were they one of the reasons you were getting arrested? Can you tell us a little more about your background and when that all stopped, you know, that you went on the the straight and narrow path? Do you mind elaborating Uh, a little bit?
2: Yes, sir. I would say my, my, truly my wilder days began Mm -hmm. when I was um, 14 years old. And they lasted up until I was um, 22. I mean, I was even as even at that you know young that young age, I was I was really really wild, man. I'm I'm the town I'm from. I mean, we've got like a dollar general. You got to drive 30 45 minutes to get to Walmart. There really was just nothing to do except you know party and try to have a good time that way. And it initially, you know, it all began just I thought it was just fun to me. But then, like, the trouble started, and, uh, you know, I mean, I got arrested for the first time when I was 15 years old. I stole my mother's car and flipped it and got a DUI. Oh, wow. And, uh,
1: stole your yeah. mom's car?
2: Yeah, yeah. I and did your mom call car. the police
1: on you? Your mom called the police no, on you? She
2: didn't. No, she didn't call the police. I ended up uh, flipping it, and, uh, you know, somebody called the police uh, right there, oh. right like, pour their mailbox up and stuff and they called the police and then she ended up finding out about it because i mean they had to call her too but were you hurt at least, all in that and, no i didn't get hurt a bit man luckily you know there's been times in my life that i've gotten i've gotten pretty pretty hurt like you know alcohol's about taking my life uh several times uh wow. I, I slept walk out of the back of a truck one time going down the road man my buddies had put me in the back of this truck and like i uh at this party and i was i was asleep and like i walked out of the back of it like totally messed myself up like gra- <laughs> been, did you fall on a gravel road no man on the paved road let's uh i don't uh, know what yeah, would like, be
0: worse i think gravel would be oh, worse
2: i wish i could see uh man after we get off all this i'll probably send you all the pictures from that incident that oh, was man. that was tough. but yeah i just uh kept getting in trouble and everything and just uh really it really got a hold of my life and I've been to rehab you know several times and I've been in you know drug IOP classes and everything and uh, nothing ever really seemed to work like in my like in part of me wanted to try to do better but I was I was scared to be any different you know I mean you know whenever any of the other times when I tried to get sober and walk you know the straight and narrow like I had to feel emotions Whereas like when I was drinking and all that, I didn't really have to feel any, any, anything, you know, I could cover it all up. So I didn't know how to deal with anything really. And, uh, you know, after I started getting my life together a little bit, um, you know, I asked God to come into my heart and uh, he helped me, you know, deal with them emotions and start, it was, it was just a cool experience. How everything started, you know, coming together, like, I felt lonely there for a good while, you know, everybody that I was, that I cared about as far as my friends, they was still in addiction and, and partly I, you know, I wanted to pull them out of it with me, but I couldn't get better myself sticking around. So, you know, I had to kind of, I had to leave them behind for a little bit and, you know, a good, a good bit of them, you know, saw how good I was doing and slowly tried to, you know, get better themselves. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, life's life's taken a couple of them friends, but you know, you got to, you can't get better whenever you're, you know, in that environment still. And, Trevor, listen,
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, I want to comment on what you just said. There's a time in your life as a young man and even as an older man like myself. Okay, I'm 65, right? So I've been around a long time. Um, and I have a lot longer to go. Don't worry. <laughs> Not like you're worried, but uh, there's a time in your life you've got to realize that you've got to walk away and you've got to release yourself. Of individuals around you that can drag you down okay that's an that old saying you know you 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 lie with pigs you smell like you know what okay so you got to separate it you got to um they have to find their way the way you found your way i know you have a big heart and you would be there for them but when they i think the turn i think the uh thing about addiction even when people go to these rehab centers only 10 percent of the people that graduate these rehab centers ever stay sober for a long period of time it's a very difficult road for many people that mixed with whether they're good or bad people suffering from addiction is another story if you have people that are not good people and they're suffering from addiction and you just gotta you know there's a time you gotta make a decision you just gotta cut the cord you know you gotta cut the cord and move on take care of your family take care of yourself and uh Oh, be, in, oh. be in love with yourself before you can love and care for others and make yourself the best person you can be
0: hey, on that note, Bruce. And I think maybe you can speak to this too, Trevor is, you know, re- rehab and, and, you know, recovery is, is different for every person. But I think the, the first step in any sort of, you know, recovery process is you have to want to make the change yourself. And a lot of people get into trying to get help, but they don't really, you know, come to grips that they want to change. And I, I think, you know, obviously, if you don't make that change, the first idea of, of accepting and trying to make a change in your life, you'll never change at all.
2: Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, you've got to come to a point where wanting to change means more to you than anything else. I mean, and that's and that's kind of where God brought me at in my journey with wanting to get better is uh, finally wanting to change and be different. It, it started meaning more to me than anything else I had going on. And ultimately, it ended up saving everything else i had you know what i mean yeah Uh it just it, it all worked out god he, he really did take a lot of a uh, lot of things away from me and like i said i went to rehab multiple times and all them classes and uh there was still a a hole inside of me and uh, i had to i had to fill that hole and uh and god you know he helped me fill it and he gave me again like i said in my interview he gave me a purpose and an identity and There's been times where I've, you know, drifted away from him and and started chasing after these, you know, worldly things. And any time I've ever done that, man, like, you know, it just seems like life gets super tough for me. And so I just find if I if I stay the course and try to focus on God and my fighting career that, you know, things things open up for me a lot more. Like, I mean, I'm never in a million years was I, you know, supposed to be here doing this with you guys. And here I am living the dream this is this is part of my dream man this kind of stuff talking with you wonderful gentlemen like man i'm just it's it's i'm just over the moon you know it's all a blessing man and i'm just so tickled that god helped me get through the things well, that yeah, i needed to get through
1: you've got a lot more to come you've got a lot bigger podcasts interviews you've got a lot of big things ahead of you trevor just um stay the road stay true to yourself stay strong be humble be respectful the way you've shown it and let it come to you, but also make things happen for yourself. It won't happen unless you make them happen, Trevor. And I just thought of your first t-shirt at millions.co in God, I trust. Oh yeah. Thank <laughs> you, yeah, man. In God, you know, I trust. Yeah. It's a great shirt. What do you think of that one, TJ?
0: I like that. I like that. You know, also too, I think what Bruce is saying is, you know, there's a lot more to come and, and you know, there's that old saying, enjoy the the process. There, there'll be a time, Trevor, where interviews like this, they'll annoy you. The request will oh, be yeah. a burdensome. So, you know, tr- try try to still find value and, and pleasure in, in these when you're on, you know, your, your fourth, fifth, sixth appearance with us.
1: Have fun. Oh. Just have fun. Yes, sir.
0: Yes, Definitely. sir. I sure will.
1: So, Trevor, now um, you got the 50 G's. Got to pay a little taxes, of course. Don't forget that. Put some money away for yourself, Trevor. Start putting some money away for yourself a little bit here, but also enjoy yourself, spend a little money on yourself. I'm sure you got some bills and things to take care of. When do you think, or have they mentioned to you? Cause you came out very unscathed in this fight. Uh, have they mentioned to you when they want to give you another go?
2: Uh, no, sir. They hadn't said anything yet. My manager's going to, uh, touch base with them. He, he wanted to give me kind of a week to, you know, let everything, let the dust settle and he's going to reach back out to them. Um, I'd like to, uh, I, I like fighting man so I'd like to get back in there you know hopefully in a, in a month or two I mean I, I feel like I'm better like all the way around like outside my outside life just everything in general seems to work better whenever I have you know a fight lined up I just it gives me a goal feels like you know feels like I got something to do and just my head I, I can focus better and
0: so this I'm guy just wants to go back. to work buff <laughs> he just he wants to fight no. six times a year.
1: Hey man, he's waiting for the piece of meat to thrown at him. He's ready to go. That's the way he is. He's a pit bull. He's lying. You know, he's got to get out there and do his thing. And then I can't wait to see it. Trevor, um, how long are you going to live in the top of the floor of the gym? Time to get yourself a nice apartment.
2: Oh, I don't know, man. I, I like it here pretty good. I mean, well, you like I, it, you I like
1: I, it. That's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I like it pretty good. Um, I'd like to eventually, you know, get my own place and everything and start moving towards maybe having a family, uh, here in the future that's that's another dream i'd like to check off my list i'd like to have some little ones one of these days and everything but are you in a relationship uh no sir just uh i'm in a relationship with a fight game
0: i'm (laughs) just saying it's got to be kind of hard to be like hey you want to come back to my house like yeah it smells like sweat there's a gym downstairs (laughs) like try not to touch anything you might get ringworm you know maybe maybe not too many girls are wanting to come over uh, well, no,
2: no, man. I they I, uh, after this last fight, it's it's been a little crazy. I've had them hitting me up, but they're like, <laughs> you know, Bruce Buffett.
1: Uh, Trevor, get ready, man. That they're going to be coming out of the
0: woodwork, my man. It's okay. Just I'm, 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 I'm have just your wa-
1: fun, but just make good choices. That's
0: all I can tell you. I'm waiting for Trevor <laughs> to get a big chain and then have that uh, announced card in, in a big case like uh, Logan Paul with his Pokemon card, so he can just wear it around. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, I'm definitely going to have to get it on the dad necklace on which way I think around for
1: sure. Oh, my God. I see you carrying that around on your neck. Just put it in a frame <laughs> and look at it. Did,
0: did he just say dad gum necklace? I love this man. Isn't this guy's awesome.
1: Dadgum? I haven't heard that in a long time.
0: Man, he's like Mater from Cars. there we go Uh, man if nobody could fight (laughs) oh man i love it i love i love the accents and the flair and the local sort of uh you know diction like i love it
1: i love it it's all good it's all good hey trevor gonna we want to talk about ufc uh 285 coming up here a little bit um let's get your opinion you have an opinion on john jones and cyril gone
2: uh yeah i kind of feel like uh john's fight iq is just I mean, it ain't no secret, man. He's got one of the best fight IQs there ever was. So I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Jones will come out on top, and I kind of expect him to maybe wrestle a little bit. But Jones has also been known for, you know, trying to beat people at their game, you know, so I give him all the respect and will for that. You know, it seems like if he fights a wrestler, he tries to wrestle him, and if he fights a striker, he tries to outstrike him. So, you know, he might not wrestle uh, gone a bit, but I feel like John will get his hand raised at the end of it everything gone is to John or gone? Uh, Jones, John, John Jones. Yeah. Yes, I sir. think,
1: um, I never call winners in fights, but if you look at the paperwork, you look at everything on paper, if it's early, it's going to be gone. Uh, if it goes into the third later round, I'm going to go with John, you know, not go with, I'm, again. I'm not declaring a winner. May the best man win as far as I'm concerned, because I don't bet the fights, but, uh, it's very interesting. And remember one thing that the tough and teaching and back me up in this too, we talked about it before, but, one of the toughest, if not the toughest fight John Jones ever had was against a kickboxer named Gustafson who kept moving around the ring and throwing and kicking and all that. And, uh, very well could be, you know, the same situation with gone, but let's see, as soon as John walks in, there's one thing I want to see when he walks in 30, 40 pounds heavier, whatever he is, is that cartwheel. Let me see that cartwheel. <laughs> Let me see that fluidity. Let me see the climbing up the octagon stairs and then I'll think, here we have the same John Jones, just 30 pounds more vicious than he was last time he was in here. So it's going to yeah, be a Friday night for sure. I'm looking at the odds yes, right
0: sorry, now, I'm- and uh, John Jones is minus 155. The comeback on Gone is plus 135. I can't recall the last time John Jones was in this close of a fight, uh, you know, according to the sports book. Uh, th- this is my issue, Bruce. I love the way you outline your path to victory. I think you're right. I think Gone early, John late. Uh, but. You know, you're also hitting the nail on the head when you talk about that cartwheel, his signature patented cartwheel when he enters the octagon. You know, I don't know if we'll see that. John Jones as as a heavyweight is, is different. John Jones is a 35 year old man, is different. We haven't seen him fight in three years. I don't know who to pick. And you put a gun to my head and, and make me pick. Sure, I understand what Trevor's saying. Like John Jones has amazing fight IQ, but the the hardest thing to do in combat sports is take time off, come back, and have the same rhythm. Uh, that Absolutely. rhythm is also going to be compromised in the fact that he's heavier in, in carrying weight in a uh you know weight class that he hasn't fought in before. Uh, he's been inactive and Surreal Gone has been nothing but uh, you know p- but flawless essentially outside of his fight with Francis Ngannou. I hate to say it. I'm going Surreal Gone. Oh really? You are. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm I n- I know what to expect from Surreal Gone. I don't know yeah. what to expect from Jon Jones. Know what to expect from John. John, John might very well win, but uh, how can you put you know you know I'm not betting, but how can you put your your faith behind someone that you really don't know what they're bringing? You know what they brought in the past, but you know everything changes uh, later. Well, one later thing on. we could
1: definitely say is is that if John Jones wins, he's truly the goat.
0: I think he's the goat now. I mean, uh, he is anything but, I mean, that you this
1: would solidified in everybody's mind.
0: Yeah, you know? I mean, it won't because he has PED, you know, uh, issues in the past, and in you know the uh, character things outside of the octagon. You're not going to win over everybody, but uh, goat conversations are contentious always, no matter what. But if you just look at nothing but his performances inside the octagon and his ability to win time and time again, and the damage that he's put on people and the people that he's beat with, you know, legendary uh, legacies. John Jones is the greatest we've ever seen in mixed martial arts, hands down.
1: No question. And speaking of another great, too, we got Valentina Shevchenko coming in against Alexa Grasso. Um,
0: Shevchenko Valentina didn't just, look yeah. amazing in her last fight. She still won, but she looked She'll as won. more human than she'd ever had uh, against Talia Santos. Uh, I, I, I like Shevchenko big here in this fight. I love Alexa Grasso. I think she's a great fighter, but she's still not a natural uh, flyweight. I think she's a strawweight, and she's taken on the best flyweight the world has ever seen.
1: Agreed all the way around. All I can say about Shevchenko, she's the female Terminator, period.
0: Oh, 100%. Period. So
1: a lot of good fights on this card, a lot of good things happening. Hey, um, I'm very excited about the card on Saturday night. Is there any other fights you want to point out, TJ, before we move on to something else?
0: Bo Nickel is making his uh, UFC debut. Yeah, Yeah, three-time NCAA champion, one-time runner-up. This kid won the state championship in Texas three times, the other time he was the runner-up, and he did the same thing at, at the NCAA level at Penn State, won the national championship three times, one-time uh, runner-up. We've only seen one Hodge Trophy winner uh, in mixed martial arts ever before, and that was Ben Askren, who was you know pretty good, didn't have the best run in the UFC like he wanted to. Uh, Bo Nickel has you know, flown through the ranks like crazy. He made his mixed martial arts debut, professional debut back in June, uh, was already supposed to fight back in December in the UFC. No one has come up uh, in the modern era this quickly. Uh, to go from an amateur fighter to uh, a UFC fighter, if there is, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, I'm very interested to see how Bo does, because Bo is a guy who feels like he can beat pretty much anybody right now. And, uh, you know, that that includes a Hamzat Shemaev. Uh, we'll see if he ever gets that fight, but he's got to win his UFC debut in order to get anything. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for it.
1: Well, you mentioned Ben Askren, yeah. so I want to segue. Go ahead, Trevor.
2: I was going to say, if y'all want to hear something crazy, I believe, uh, I believe my main training partner, uh, uh, Torres Finney, I believe he beats by nickel. Wow. Y'all see him? Really? I'm, I'm I, telling I, you, man. I, I've I'm called Torres who... Finney's fights.
0: <laughs> I've called two of yeah. Torres Finney's fights and, and Jorge Mosfidal's icon. That kid's a savage, man. He is a fun fighter to watch. Now, they're under the same management team, so it'll have to be a big
2: stakes fight later on in life, man. But if we ever see that fight, Joe, I'm telling you, you heard it here first. I think he he gets his hand raised, man. I I really do. That guy's – I ain't never seen nothing
0: like him. All right, we're going to have to isolate this and come back to it if those two ever meet. But, uh, Bruce, I'm with Trevor here. Torres Finney will find himself in the octagon very soon.
1: Fine with me. I want to be there to announce it. Uh, Derek Brunson. Uh, Duplessis coming out of Vivian Araju and Amanda Hibas. You know, Let's... that's going to be a very good fight. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, Trevin Jones, Cody's walking back in the octagon. and We always love seeing Cody go in. And Jalen Turner, uh, against Gamrot is going to be a very interesting go to stack card. So it's a hell of a night of fights, stack card for sure. So, you know, you mentioned Askren, which makes me think of Jake Paul. Oh, okay. Uh, We're going to talk you about this? the Jake Paul Fury fight Fury boxing match this weekend. I didn't
0: Everybody. watch it. I didn't watch it. No,
1: did you happen to see it, Trevor?
2: I seen just little clips here and there. I thought, you know, for for Jake, what I did say, Jake looked like he was holding his own pretty decently. So, yeah, I mean, I mean it was,
1: you know, it it was it was fun. Uh, Twenty five million I heard for Jake and seven million for Fury. So, you know, that's a lot of fun. And the rematch will be even bigger. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, the rematch will be huge.
1: What's funny is, is that Jake's fan base all knows how to get the stuff illegal on streaming. I wonder how many pay per view buys they lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot. Uh, I, I haven't uh, streamed anything. Um, back in the day, it used to be really difficult. Like, it was really hard. You had to be like a computer wizard to, to try to do it. Uh, from what I hear, nowadays, it's, it's as easy as just clicking on a link and dealing with some pop-ups. Uh, you know, that's the issue with these sort of one-off fights, right? Like, these promoters that do one big fight. Like, you, you undercut yourself by kind of putting your eggs in one basket. Uh, UFC's, you know, in a better situation because they have card after card after card. But, yeah. uh, if I was a promoter, Bruce, and I was putting things on pay-per-view on TV, I would absolutely be terrified because you're right. Like one link gets out on Twitter or whatever, and you're screwed.
1: I know. I know. But anyway, everybody's laughing all the way to the bank. The people that put this on my, have my brother, Michael, uh, announced the fight. Um, you know, they treat everybody very, very well. A lot of money changing hands. All right, Trevor. A lot of money needs to change your hands my friend and i think a lot of money's in your future you got to play your cards right which you seem to be playing them very very well right now uh it's just going to get better it's going to get more exciting stay true to yourself trevor stay true to yourself stay true to your passions stay true to everything you said and it's all going to come to you my man it's going to happen very very wonderfully for you right whether it I hope you win every fight in the future. Just remember you can lose a fight in the octagon and still gain points and still be a winner as witnessed by Volkanovsky in his fight in Australia. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Just perform at your best, be the best you can be. And as I always say on the show, then you're winning and you're winning right now, Trevor. And I really, truly appreciate having you on the show. And I look forward to uh, the honor of sharing and roaring your name in the octagon again, very soon together.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for having me on this as is- Without a doubt, one of the absolute coolest things I've ever done, man. All the <laughs> way around. The whole experience has just been, thank you for blessing me, sir.
1: God bless you, Trevor. I bless you, too. Stay true to yourself. Big cheers and no fears forever. Remember, I meant that when I wrote that on your card, okay?
2: Yes, sir. Thank you. All See right, you, Trevor. Trevor. You have a great day. Yes, sir. Y'all. And if you ever you. need anything, every
1: I'm going to set you up with my millions company. I'll put through a text. But um, if you ever need like an audio, inspirational audio for your training or something like that to get you going, hit me up.
2: It'll be done. I will. I will. Thank you, sir. All right. You got it, Trevor. You take care. What a nice young man.
1: You know, I'll say it again. It makes the job all worthwhile to be able to meet and work with young men like this that are trying to fulfill their dreams in the most passionate, uh, positive way possible. No matter what negativity they had in their background, everybody has a right to better themselves and that's what mm. this young man is doing
0: i, I so love I, I love the fact that he didn't even know you were technically in the building until he gets in the octagon
1: yeah it was cute I yeah know. yeah very very cute um cool guy wishing the best
0: right yeah no 100 Uh very nice young man and uh knows what uh his strengths are what his weaknesses are and uh if he puts it all together he might score three more knockouts in his next fight
1: got a good hand on his shoulders 28 years old and the world is his oyster. Let's wish him the best.
0: Hey, what do you what it. do you think the fighting prime age is, Bruce? Because you know we're talking about John Jones a little bit in the idea that he's 35 and Granite Jones has been in the UFC since he was like 21 years old. Uh, I think about guys like Randy Couture who, you know, didn't start until they were 35. Now, a John Jones at 35 is a much different uh person than Randy Couture. At 35. But what do you expect from John at this advanced age in his MMA career?
1: I got to tell you, I still expect greatness.
0: Simple as that. Greatness, huh?
1: I just expect greatness. I don't expect mediocrity. I expect, uh, you know, maybe he could be a little slower. Maybe he could be a little different fighter.
0: Is is it his fight IQ that gets him through this fight, though, if he is, in fact, slower, maybe because of the weight or age?
1: Oh, yeah, he has to become, a, if he's not already, a, more of a cerebral fighter. And I to, think he is a
0: cerebral fighter.
1: Yeah, he he is, and and I think that's what's going to benefit him. But, you know, it's his team. It's his, it's his teammates. It's his coaching. It's not just John. We know that John, as proven in the past, can rely on himself, but yet he cannot rely on himself. He needs that right. team behind him. He needs the whole thing to go. So I will know, as you will know, within the first 60 to, to 120 seconds of his fight, exactly what's going on. Fair enough. And we'll leave it at that. Um, TJ, I didn't really go into much news this week. I wanted to have Trevor on the show. I want to talk about UFC 285. Uh, Anything else to talk about? Because I think we've had a good show.
0: No, I think it's been a great show. I think we can put a bow on it.
1: Okay, let's put a bow on it. What's up? And we'll get back to the audience on our next show.
0: Yeah, a whole bunch going on for me this week. Uh, UFC 285 is obviously in Las Vegas. I will be out there. I'll be doing extra rounds uh, Friday live from uh, where are you going on me, Buffer? Dang. What a bit. You, you see this guy? He's straight up leaving me high and dry over here. All right, I'm, I'm talking. Uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the tough enough show uh, Friday night at the Sahara, which has got a brand new pool. Uh, extra rounds will be uh, live out there doing our thing, breaking down two eighty five 85 and uh, just talking about everything. And then uh, of course, Saturday night we'll be in the building uh, at t mobile uh, doing our thing uh, before and after uh, the U- UFC uh, 285 pay per view. So if you're around, uh, come out and say hi.
1: Very cool. Not much to say here. The, the fact that um, I'm going to be training hard all week. I got a ton of business to do, and I'm out of here on Friday. I can't wait to get in the octagon Saturday night.
0: What did you grab? Pardon me. What
1: did you just get up and grab? Oh, I wanted to make sure everybody know because you know we talked about it last week. But the It's Time cologne. Oh dang! There it is in the box. There- there it is in the box. I'm nice you the thing. That's the box. Very nice. And Amazon.com. Just okay. go to my Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC. Mm-hmm. Click on the Amazon link. You can buy. We've. It's. It's going out like crazy. It's like nice. they're buying it like crazy right now, and people are loving it. It'll be in all the stores, but right now Amazon.com. Six months, it'll be in stores everywhere
0: you go. I mean, I love stores. Don't get me wrong, but once you're on Amazon, I mean, yeah. that's the market. You know. Go to so. Amazon. Hit the button. Right. It just shows up in two days. You forget your body and then you're like right. There you go.
1: You know what we call it charismatic, sensual, enjoy. You want to be charismatic, you want to be sensual, get your wrist time
0: Cologne. <laughs> and if you're charismatic and sensual, you're going to enjoy a lot.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Let the world come to you, my friends. There you go. All right everybody, I will see you from the octagon on Saturday. Excellent show. Very happy that we get uh get him on, get Trevor on after yeah. the uh the performance and all that took place uh, Saturday night. And again, I've done that twice. I've handed out my card. I really only done it once in the octagon where I gave it to a fighter because the other time was when the manager, uh, uh, Danny, came up to me and, and asked me to get a card for his fighter who just made a debut.
0: Right. Yeah. So I
1: did give out two, but this is the first time I've ever given it. And again, young fighters coming up understand that I love my cards. I don't give right. away my cards. So yeah. don't think I'm going to be handing this out to everybody. It's got to be
0: a special sort of moment and
1: not that it's got to be that momentary thing it's not going to be a habitual thing and it's a special thing and i want to keep this special as it was for this young man trevor
0: peak yeah it was super cool to see like that was one thing that uh i loved seeing on twitter it just a very special moment inside the octagon
1: and one last thing, I didn't do this for the camera. I don't know when the camera's on
0: me. Sure. I thought sure. we were
1: on commercial break. I well, I mean, you I,
0: you were, uh, I believe, on commercial break uh, in the States. It was one of those things that uh, the uh, international feeds uh, are, are oh, able to see. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I'm not looking for that kind of publicity. I'm looking for an honest moment between me and the fighter. I don't care about anything
0: else. Yeah, that's what you got. I mean, that's as honest yep. as it gets.
1: Sounds good. As real as it gets, as we used to say in the UFC. That's right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Set your goals, write them down, learn about them, be the best you can be. So when you set on that yellow brick path to the, your future, it's golden and you're performing at your best, whether you're first, second, champion, 10th, whatever, perform at your best, just like this young man Trevor Peek did on set last Saturday night and you're winning. So let's all enjoy a beautiful, wonderful day and a wonderful life. And I'll see you Saturday from the octagon in Las Vegas. Buffer out.
0: Dad gum. Couldn't have said it my better myself. Dad Mr. gum, baby. <laughs>